Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to Policy's Podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by a good friend, Heather Paraday. Heather is the host of the successful and upcoming podcast, Unconventional Leaders. In this episode, we talk about the power of podcasting, motivation, energy, finding your tribe, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Parsivity, 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 Tune in. Heather, it's, um, it's great to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? Adam, thank you for having me. No, no, you're very welcome. Yeah, it's um, it's great to have you on. And I just kind of like thought I'd start out by, you know, introducing you and how you kind of got into podcasting because I see you've got your own podcast called Un- Unconventional Leaders and like how kind of you got into that and, you know, about mindset and how you've kind of like kind of grown and changed through through doing that. Sure. I've been podcasting about three and a half years, started the show because I wanted to get a message out there, but uh, I tried blogging for a little while. Blogging, I didn't really enjoy. I'm not the best speller in the world and I just don't communicate well in that way. But talking was, you know, something that came a little more easy to me. So started the show to connect with leaders who were a little bit outside of the box and didn't fit the traditional mold of leadership and making a difference and just wanted to kind of normalize um, those who felt a little bit outside of the box that a lot of people do, but that doesn't mean that uh, you're less than or inadequate. In fact, most of the things that sets you apart is really your gift and a way that you can make a dent in this world. So it's been a gift. Um, I've, I've connected with hundreds now of different leaders around the world. And uh, the common thing among them all is that they're scared out of their mind. They second guess themselves. They're all insecure, but they're driven by a deeper purpose, a deeper why. And uh, it's super inspiring. Mm. 
Yeah, no, I think that's, I think it's great that, you know, you've, you've created this podcast and you're able to, you know, connect with lots of different people from different backgrounds and people in those leader roles. And I suppose you must, like you said, learn that sometimes, you know, people feel like they're on the outside and that they've got like their own kind of um, things going on, if that makes sense, you know, trying to find their yeah. why. And even though, you know, people are in these, these roles that they have, the end, they're, they're human at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, would you, would you say like you've learned a lot through doing podcasting and meeting lots of different people? Oh, of course. I mean, I think you learn a lot through doing anything consistently. Um, yeah, a lot of times we try to figure it out before we start doing things. And I think mm. the only way to figure out just about anything is through action and through trial and error. So it's been a very messy, bumpy ride. Um, I essentially started the show Googling how do I start a podcast and starting it that afternoon and going to Walmart and buying a microphone. I mean, it was just the most mm. unglamorous, messy thing in the world. But um, I think through the consistency piece and being willing to be a beginner and look dumb or feel dumb at least yeah. and uh, navigate through some of that, it's uh, it's been well worth well worth it mm. i mean mm. i've learned a lot from the technical hosting a show and the efficiency side of that and becoming you know more and more professional and treating it like a business because i think with mm. anything uh you have to treat it like it is a business whether it is or not mm. um so there's that piece of it but also too from a content perspective side it's opened my eyes a lot to the just vastness of opportunities out there the different ways to be creative and that there is really no one path even though sometimes we feel like that that um, yeah. we can kind of explore and play and and do, fit outside of the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely resonate with that. And I, and I know how kind of like how it feels when you're starting out. Like I was thinking of it today and it's a bit like Bambi on ice, isn't it? You kind of feel like Bambi, you know, you're, a bit, <laughs> sure. you're all over the place and um, skidding around. And sure. I think... A lot of the time, like people podcasting, like I said, we, we try and I think we can overthink it a lot of the time. And we're like, we need the best this, best mic and that, and how it's going to come across other people. Um, sure. But I, I think like there's, like, you've got to kind of treat it like a business avenue in some, some aspect because you want right. to deliver quality content and, you know, do your best, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's it. And, um, do you, do you read at all? Do you like have any favorite books that you like to read or anything? Oh, I'll read every day. Yeah, I love I love reading. Um, I read a lot from Seth Godin. Seth Godin is one of my favorite um, marketers, authors, creatives. Um, I'm going to try reading. I'm going to see how it goes. I don't know if it's going to work out or not, but I've been so immersed yeah. in personal development for the past, goodness, probably 10 years now. Um, yeah. Next year, I'm going to try reading a little bit more fiction and yeah. uh, biographies and so forth, because I think you sometimes even get stuck in a rut with with business and leadership, personal development and all of that. And it's good to, and I've just been really curious about creativity lately and its role in this conversation. Um, sometimes we kind of separate the two groups, you know, where it's like leadership and growth and ROI and blah, blah, blah. And mm. then over here are the creatives and the artsy people. But I think there's a, a good blend between the two where we can pull 
from both worlds. And lately we've been looking a lot more at creativity and storytelling for leaders and different ways mm. to go about that. So I think next year I'm going to lean a little bit more into fiction. Um, yeah. But really the past 10 years, it's all been mm. uh, personal development. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. And I think like as well, it's good to have that contrast of different um, kind of lenses in some ways, isn't it? You know, like looking at like personal development, business, mm -hmm. and then fiction, because like you said, they kind of all interlinks and it's people's imagination and that kind of creativity side. And I think like, you know, when with podcasting as well, um, there's, there's lots of kind of narratives within it, isn't there? You know, we're... we're yeah there's a creativity side and how you can kind of market podcasts and all these other areas. And I think, especially like with Instagram reels, there's that kind of more creative side, mm -hmm. which you can play on things to kind of market kind of what yeah. you're doing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. For sure. And um, like, would you, would you say, do you have any favorite people that you kind of had podcasts with? Like, if you, do you have any favorite people or anyone who's kind of had like a resonance with you? Well, we, we've had Seth Godin on. We've had Jack Canfield, author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Um, we've had Sam Jones, one of my favorites. He's a uh, director and um, a photographer in LA. He hosts uh, Off Camera, which is one of my favorite shows. So that was really cool. You know, nice. too, just having some leaders you've never even heard of before. I've been having a lot of TikTok people on, people who are building fun platforms on TikTok and doing some interesting work on that. Like yesterday, I interviewed a guy who's using chai and making chai as an avenue for storytelling. And he goes into all wow. this theological deep stuff while he's making chai and he uses the symbolism of it. And it's a really unique thing. So even people like that who you know, may not be, you know, quote famous or whatever. I think they're just mm. super interesting and kind of drive home the point of, you know, the unconventional path. And there's so many different ways to deliver your message. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. And I, th I think it's pretty amazing, isn't it? How we can kind of put our message across through these different platforms. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, you know, somebody making tea, you know, and yeah. kind of putting a flip on that as well. Yeah. It just shows yeah. you that. There's no kind of like border or restrictions in, you know, being creative or putting a message out there. Right, right. Usually the answer is right there. We just overthink it. It's in the simplicity mm. and it's the thing that's right in front of us that we kind of dismiss because we're like, oh, it's just my passion for chai and oh, it's just my art. Oh, it's just my music. Oh, it's just this or that when really, I mean, the thing that's right there, that's always there with you could be a tool that you could use. Mm. yeah no definitely and I think it's like you said using kind of you know your experiences and the things you've been through and you know the things that you love as well and kind of like putting that out there because I think absolutely yeah right, you got my cute cat by the way yeah thanks <laughs> thanks I appreciate it <laughs> um like is it would you did you um like have you always kind of like wanted to get into this? Has it always been on your mind in podcasting? Like, no, not at all. I was, I was, when I started, I had just finished a master's in mental health counseling and was going to be a therapist. And uh, I've always loved psychology and uh, that was really the intention. But when I went in to go ahead and take a regular job, it just didn't feel right for me. And I knew I wanted to pursue something in the online space. So I ended up 
uh, turning down a couple of job offers and just going all in with this and seeing what we could create. Uh, mm. So no, I, it, it was honestly just something that I started doing that I ended up falling in love with. Um, mm. Definitely not the plan. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even listen to podcasts before I started a podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And I think like, it's great that you're kind of like doing what you love and, you know, you're kind of stepping into the unknown and just going with it. And I think that's kind of like mm. what it's all about, isn't it? It's quite, um, it's quite a cathartic kind of reflective process. And I think that's something that I've learned a lot as well. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Follow curiosity. If you're curious about something, even if it doesn't work, it doesn't mean anything. You just got to play and maybe not take things mm. so seriously. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No, no, exactly. And I think you kind of learn a lot about the process, don't you? I think I, I used to like mm -hmm. hit the ground running and be confident straight away. And I think through this, it really does kind of challenge you, um, you know, in lots of different ways. And earlier we were talking about like kind of like time, like time management and, and managing, um, you know, Zoom calls and different ways of doing it. You mentioned to me, you can automatically put in your Zoom link to the scheduling link, which we tried in though. And I think like you learn about time and different time zones and, um, communication and listening as well i think that's quite Absolutely. a big thing yeah for sure for sure do um do you have any like role models or anyone you kind of like look up to like professionally or personally yeah i mean i or mentors. that's such a hard question um there, there's so many different pieces of people that i appreciate and love um i love how ellen can be super funny but also too has such meaningful content i love oprah and that she's mm. always leans into really hard questions um i admire you know these young kids who are on tiktok and putting out their content and sharing their stories um I i've talked to someone yesterday who was severely burned as a child and he's 21 mm. years old and he's getting online and sharing his story and, you know, getting hate and getting people saying really nasty things, but um, still showing up for the people who, who are resonating with his story. So there's, there's just different bits and pieces that I admire about so many different people. I think it all comes back to that uh, humanity piece and the willingness mm. to um, show up in the midst of, discomfort and mm -hmm. uh, insecurity and a commitment to the craft to get better and to always be approving and um, realizing that that's a very, very slow process. We don't come out mm -hmm. of the gates good at almost anything. Like you might have a natural talent towards something, but everything takes intentional work and the dedication to that craft, I think is a super interesting and admirable trait um, mm. that's in a lot of people, so. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And I think it, it's definitely, you know, like amazing how you can connect with certain people and you can kind of take things from their their experiences and their stories. And it almost makes you kind of think about, you know, what you're doing and, you know, where you're at with things. Absolutely. You, you meet people, don't you? And, you net, you know, I think networking is great as well because you can, you know, do a podcast with somebody, connect them with somebody else. And there's like a rewarding side to it as well because you can see other people, meet people that you've met and they might have a good podcast to experience and then they, 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 then they do something. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's it. And um, 
like what, what would you say to people who you might be wanting to start out in podcasting or you know in, in, in business or anything like that and they- um, i think finding someone who's doing something very similar and mimicking exactly what they do you don't have i think having a mentor and a coach is a fantastic idea um but you might not necessarily be able to afford it off the bat um mm. so you can literally stalk people online and find out almost exactly how they did almost anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of reverse engineering things. So if you really admire someone's, let's say <laughs> our cat's going crazy, yeah. uh, it's okay. uh, it's okay. YouTube channel, um, yeah. essentially what you do, I think one of the, one of the greatest things you can do is always scroll back to the very, very, very beginning, because a lot of times let's use a, a YouTube channel, for example, let's say you're like, I want to become a vlogger and I want to have this big YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. And you go to this person who's super famous and making tons of money from it. Uh, you're going to immediately compare your beginning to their year nine. And you know that they've been doing it nine years, but there's still dissonance between your work and theirs. But if you scroll, if that person was brave enough to leave their beginning stuff up, um, if you scroll to the very, 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 very beginning, you'll see content that they started off with that's equivalent to yours. And first of all, that normalizes that, hey, they weren't always awesome at what they did. They started too. But then you can start slowly watching them over the years and different things that they changed, different ways they've evolved. And you can literally mimic almost exactly what they've done. You can read it. You can ask people who were in their circle. They'll tell you flat out on podcast interviews and stuff. None of this stuff is really hard, logically it's hard internally. Hmm. Like what to do is what we think we need to know, but really figuring out how to do it from a guts, bravery, courage, heart, soul type thing. That's what people really struggle with. That's what I struggle with. Hmm. Maybe you too. I don't know, but Hmm. um, the answers are all there in Google and on YouTube. We can figure it out. It's just, getting over ourselves yeah no that that's a really really good point and it kind of makes me think back to when i first started doing podcasting and i i first did it on audio for about i think 50 episodes or something like that because i didn't you know i was funny about going on video and then when i did video i was you know kind of throwing myself in the deep end because you know i've never really done it before um and i think like you said as well you're looking at other podcasts and what other people are doing. It's easy to compare yourself to what they're doing and where they're at. And I think, like you said, it's important to reflect back to some of their early uh, footage or content. And you can kind of see, like you said, you're kind of on par with them and how how much work they put in to kind of get to where they are. And I, I watched a lot of Joe Rogan before doing you know podcasting. And I, the other day I looked at one of Joe Rogan's early episodes things like 100 episode 150 or something like that and there's a guy on a couch like just chilling out and there's like loads of stuff on this table like a crappy projector on the wall and i was oh my god that's the same the same guy and you can see how he's kind of molded and gained experience and grown from that consistency i think for the most part if you show up when you say you're going to and do it consistently and work to get 1% better every single time. Just one small thing. Like you don't have to change everything overnight, but like 
you know, you're putting out a show, if you can just ask yourself before you hit, how can I make this just even slightly better? Spend one extra minute polishing it up or add one small little thing. If we can just consistently get a little bit, well, what happens is we are impatient. And I understand that I am too, because it's mm. really embarrassing putting out stuff into the world that you know could be better mm. because people see it and we want to be seen as better than maybe what we are. Mm. Um, and that humility to put something out and be like, dude, there's so much room for improvement, but here it is world here. It mm. is people to reject or people to not listen to or people to not like, or whatever, whatever. That's super hard. And mm. not a lot of people have the stomach for it. So I don't think it's people who have the best talent who always win. I think it's the people who are the most stubborn, mm. um, and can wade through all that discomfort. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's so true. And I think like as well with that, when you're putting out content on, on the, on the, on the internet, you know, it goes global. And like you said, you have to kind of go to that vulnerable place and really kind of like self-reflect, isn't it? Because you can put something out and be like, well, it's not too good. You know, it's okay. Could, could do better. And I think it, it takes a lot of courage to go to that place and to kind of be honest with yourself, isn't it? And to be yeah, genuine. For sure. Um, for sure. I saw I saw your reel uh, on Instagram before I came on it. It was quite quite funny with the uh, you you did a video and it's like how kids get out of cars. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it was pretty pretty fun. And you know it's trying new things, like you said, isn't it? Probably changing, you know, being yourself, but kind of doing different things, like you said, or being yeah. a, being like that 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 one percent better each time. Yeah, and throwing things against the wall and paying attention to what resonates with people. Um, like with the, the kids getting out of the car, like my brand and the things I'm putting out in the world doesn't necessarily have anything to do with like parenting or kids or anything mm -hmm. like that. But I mean, just for fun, why not? Yeah. You know, I was doing some content on TikTok with that and it, you know, it popped on TikTok. It was like, I don't know, I think it was 600,000 people for my part one. And, it, wow. and that was months ago. And I was like, oh, I wonder why people, so I was like, oh, let me just do a part two, no big deal. So I put that on Facebook and now we're at yeah. like four and a half million on Facebook right now. And wow. it's just like popping. Um, but that's because I was paying attention to what people were responding to. Yeah, yeah. But in order to get response, you have to put something out there. So mm. you're throwing things out. You're seeing what feels good to not only you, but also to what resonates with your audience. Mm. And a lot of times we throw something out and we're like, oh, nobody's paying attention to this. <laughs> well, that's normal. Like it's hard yeah. to get people's attention. We're all busy. It's really hard to figure it out. And I'm still figuring it out. I mean, I've been putting mm. consistent content out for years now and I feel like I'm just now getting into a groove and mm. I still have a lot of questions and I'm still playing with stuff. But again, that humility piece of like throwing things against the wall and understanding that 99.9% .9 of it won't stick, but will mm. you keep throwing it at the wall to see which mm. part does? And then will you be willing to shift and adjust and pay attention mm. to that one noodle on the wall that's stuck there and, you yeah. know, roll with it. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's so true. And, I like I like how you kind of put that and it just shows you doesn't it like there is a kind of algorithm or system you know where people watch certain things or get certain coverage mm -hmm. but I think like you said as well it is difficult and it's kind of it's just how it is it's kind of 
meant to be difficult, I think, isn't it? And I think, yeah. I think if it if it was easy, I don't think people would appreciate it as much. I think if you yeah. if people were chucking out content and, and getting lots of views and and uh, feedback, you kind of like I said, I kind of have to earn that. Yeah, and then it makes you appreciate the people who you think were just lucky a lot more. Like it helps mm. you see them in a completely different light. Like I know that I've looked at people before and like eh, that must be nice, and you know, mm. oh, they're they're this and they're that, and we cast so much judgment on people that are doing things we want to do, but we don't realize the work and the effort that it takes to get there. Period, mm. and also to the weight of. Um, the the negativity online and all of that because every every piece of content that you put out that does really well 10 percent of the people will say horrible things to you <laughs> and yeah. that's for those of us who are small creators who are putting things out and like we're not we're we're, we're not famous we're small creators and mm. there are people so hateful imagine the scale and the weight of you know being in the public eye and putting out content and then just having like people who literally don't know you but hate you <laughs> it just yeah. makes you appreciate it a lot more because not saying that everybody who's famous or whatever is cool mm. or whatever because they're totally not mm. but you know through creating you start to appreciate and respect creators more because you get a taste a small taste of what they deal with constantly mm. yeah yeah, no, that's a really good point. And I think that's not not really spoken about too much. And I think it's something that you have to kind of understand kind of going into the game almost, don't you? It's kind of like sure. the nature of the beast. And mm -hmm. I've had a few like criticisms, you know, starting out. And when you're not used to it, it can be quite hurtful. You're like, gosh, you know, like, if you, I think if you overthink it too much, you can go to, you can, it can just spiral. And I think you have to just kind of like learn almost, don't you, to try mm -hmm. and deal with it in a certain way. Um I had some guy say to me, why are you doing your podcast in the car? And I was like, well, he said, he said oh, you're not, you're not meant to be driving whilst doing a podcast. And I was like, I'm not driving. And then he said something else. And I was like, look, I'm just going to block it and not go there. Because it's kind of like right. adding coal to the fire, isn't it? Right. Yeah, pe people always, they, there's always something to say. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's just, you know, yesterday someone was telling me on the show and it was such a good point. They're like, you know, there's two different fields I mean, there's, there's a lot of different, yeah. you know, levels of energy, but overall, if we were to just simplify it, you know, there's, there's two different camps of energy that you can lean into. And there's always going to be this negative energy and people saying certain things, but we have the choice to like lean into what's good and what's right. Um, and that is so conscious, like, you know, just before I got on this call, mm. you know, somebody said something just crazy to me and like, I was like, okay, I have a choice to whether like <laughs> lean into that and be like, you know, this complete stranger online who has no, doesn't know anything about me. I could like lean into that and let their judgment take away from all of the good. Mm. And um, it's literally a conscious choice. You have to stop in the middle of it and like lean into what mm. you want to feel because yeah. if you just got pulled by all yeah. of people's opinions, like this quote on my wall right here. Yeah. It says, uh, if you don't design your life's plan, chances are uh, you'll fall into someone else's plan and guess what they have planned for you? Not much. That's Jim Rohn. Mm. And so that's to me saying, you know, if we just go with the waves of what other people think and feel and their opinion of you, 
will be thrashed around and literally our entire lives will be taken from us. Mm. Uh, are we happy with who we are? Are you proud of the show that you have? Do you feel comfortable doing what you do? That's what matters at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah, I, I love that. And I, I think like it's so important, like you said, to kind of be on, you know, on your own path and not kind of being poked around by you know the path of someone else and someone else telling, right. telling you to to do things isn't it and it's that kind of like you know where your focus goes as well like you said with people who might be negative it's like if you focus on that you're going to attract that and you know it can just kind of domino effect can't it and i think absolutely it's, i think you know through podcasting and this kind of process it's quite self-reflective as well isn't it because you're looking at previous content you've made um you know how it went that kind of thing yeah. And there's been so many times I've just thought about, you know, like, and I have deleted things in the past that I don't feel like a line because, you know, you evolve as a person mm. and maybe your thoughts and opinions about things change and you want to shift completely. So I've, I've deleted things that I feel like don't align with what I want to share to the world. Mm. Maybe that I put out four years ago, but for the most part, you know, trying to leave a trail up to of the beginning stages. So mm people can because I was super inspired by that when I first started I like mm. I told you before scrolled yeah. back when I felt super insecure and I was like okay everybody puts out crappy content at the beginning everybody mm. you know mm. what I mean um the only way to get good is to suck <laughs> yeah um, yeah you know what I mean yeah no of course that's it and it's you know looking at how far you've grown and right it is quite it's quite humbling isn't it as well when you go to that place and you can kind of see where you started and where you are and and everything all kind of and how much there still is to grow because you never feel like you're there mm. and if you listen to people that you admire you'll hear them talk about how much they need to grow and develop and all of that and that drive can either completely destroy you you know yeah. or mm. we can kind of understand that it's never going to go away like you're never mm. going to get to this point where you're like dude I've arrived ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's super crappy I hate that but also too it's relieving because then you're like oh there literally is no destination mm. you know yeah mm. yeah no exactly and I think that's kind of like it's better to focus on that process isn't it and that kind of current moment you know not just mm -hmm. so focus on the destination because I think you just kind of burn yourself out trying to reach that kind of place that's you're not even attained just yet. Nice, no, no, I agree. Um, but I, I know you're. I know you're pushed for time. Um, yeah. But but uh, but no, it's it's been it's been great talking to you, Heather. And um, where where can people find you on uh, social media and your podcast and that kind of thing? Well, I don't think that's important. I think what people need to do is uh, subscribe to your show and leave you a good yeah. review and rating five stars and share it out with yeah. a friend. Um, I just want to, you know, honor you mm. and what the work yeah. you're putting out into the world. Um, I think it's awesome. And the fact that you've put out as much content as you have shows that you're dedicated mm. um, and you're going to go somewhere with this. Awesome. And I'm really, I can't mm. wait to see where that is. So everybody yeah. hit subscribe and uh, well, leave him you. a review. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Heather. Really appreciate it. Sure. Really means a lot, but um, have, have a great day and I wish you all the you best. Too. You too. Thank you. Take care. Welcome. Got it.
got it, got it, got it. Parsimony, 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 Hi there, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I am offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at the positivity podcast at gmail.com or you can reach me on linkedin with the name adam Parr, or my instagram at positivity 94 so if you're interested in having a consultation and you know you're at a place in your life where you know you're wanting to reach out for help um please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you. Um, Have a great day and um, all the best. Take care.